Greetings, friends, and welcome to another edition of Pushing the Envelope, music decidedly left of center featuring the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music from the worlds of rock, jazz, classical, world music, spoken word, ambient, electroacoustic, etc., 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 with a healthy dollop of new and classic progressive rock and jazz rock fusion. We open today's festivities with new music, from Heavy Cloud. Under the name Heavy Cloud, Cornwall, England-based Ryan Huber creates music inspired by memory and landscapes, often in tandem with collage-based artworks and textural explorations. Per Ryan Huber, the genesis of these studies was twofold, witnessing the mental and physical decline associated with Alzheimer's and reading Ovid's Metamorphosis and seeing a connection with Echo's story. A persistent piano fragment plays out in an empty room and moves through slow loops of ever so slightly shifting tone, length, and degradation, created with piano, room tone, ambience, and memories those specifically having been in touch with Mr. Hooper in memory of his grandmother who passed from Alzheimer's. Ways you may make contact with yours truly, Joel Crutt, via email, pushing the envelope, W-H-U-S, all schmushed together as one word, at gmail.com. We'd appreciate it if you followed the Twitter feed at E-N-V-P-U-S-H-E-R, numeral one and to check out eventually this show and earlier shows go to podbean.com or your favorite podcast aggregator and search under pushing the envelope we're going to open phase one with new music from taylor joshua rankin a digital release entitled sun will grow and we're going to hear a track called zone and Taylor Joshua Rankin. Early on in the process, I had this idea to make an album that was part contemporary classical, part ambient, part experimental, part electronic, and record it like a contemporary record, but still have it feel like it existed in the world of new music. New music from Taylor Joshua Rankin as we enter phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS. Thank you. 
sun down dazzling day go through my eyes but my eyes turn within only see star sign Bye.
And so we return to pushing the envelope, music decidedly left of center. We closed out with music from Canadian composer, musician John Oliver off his latest release, Messages from Beyond the Ether, and we heard a track called Dark Star 3. John Oliver notes, I improvise this music in one take in the order that you hear. This music is not recommended to accompany activities such as sleep, yoga, dishwashing, dinner conversation, meditation, shopping, etc. Accompanying modern dance or a sci-fi film might work. Strangely, although the music is often busy on the surface, there is a paradoxical calm at the core, almost hypnotic. Before that, a re-release of... Ryuchi Sakamoto's album Ongaku Zukan, Musical Encyclopedia, out on the We Want Sounds label. And we heard M-A-Y in the backyard and self-portrait. And the folks at We Want Sounds note that the early 80s were a turning point for Japanese musician Ryuchi Sakamoto. As a solo artist, the smash hit soundtrack he had composed for 1983's Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, a film in which he had also acted, had put him on the verge of becoming a global superstar. Meanwhile, he had called a halt to his work with Yellow Magic Orchestra. Against this backdrop, Sakamoto recorded his fourth album, 
Ongaku Zukan, accompanied by a handful of musicians, including his XYMO partners Haruomi Hosono and Yukihiro Takahashi. Sakamoto began with no particular plan in mind, recording 30 basic tracks over the best part of 1983. It was on his return to the studio the following year that the album truly began to take shape. Accompanied by a newly acquired Fairlight CMI sampler, the musician made extensive use of the revolutionary equipment to create a wide palette of sound textures, which he added to the tracks. Released in August 1984, the album proved a huge success, providing Sakamoto with his first top five hit in Japan. Before that, King Crimson from the three-CD set in the Court of the Crimson King, King Crimson at 50, a film by Toby Ames, which I highly recommend you see. It is so good. We heard a version of Starless live in Tokyo, 8-12-21, and that's from the CD that is described as music from the soundtrack and beyond, and that came out last year on Discipline Global Mobile. From the band Molly, we heard a track called Metamorphosis off their latest release entitled Picturesque out on the Sonic Cathedral label. Per the words of Molly singer-guitarist Lars Anderson, More is More was definitely the credo when making this record. A big inspiration were bands like Pond and the way they managed to fill their songs up with stuff to the absolute maximum. While I definitely tried to give the listener some room to breathe at certain points, and while in good old post-rock fashion, it still builds up and breaks down, it relies much more on simple melody and harmony as opposed to noisy experimentation to transport feeling. New music from Molly. And we started that set out with the latest release from Taylor Joshua Rankin. Digital release entitled Sun Will Grow, and we heard a track called Zone. We are going to continue by starting phase two with an extended piece from a new release from composer Roger Reynolds, featuring text from a novel by Milan Kundera entitled Sketchbook. And the name of the piece is Sketchbook for the Unbearable Lightness of Being. Low female voice accompanying herself at the piano features Liz Pierce, computer musician Paul Hembry, and this is out on a release of Roger Reynolds' pieces entitled For a Reason out on Numa Records. The liner notes are really long, and I whittled this down as best I could, but that you would have a definite idea of what its derivation was and what it represents. Sketchbook for the Unbearable Lightness of Being from 1985, furnishes a glimpse of the composer's preoccupations at that point in his career. As a composition for solo, low female voice and piano, it occupies a unique niche in Reynolds' music. It began as a response to Joan LaBarbera's request for something she could perform at an upcoming concert in New York City. Reynolds construed the piece, which called for LaBarbera to accompany herself at the piano while singing, as being performed in an informal nightclub setting, late after a concert. 
quote, when defenses are down, formalism's in retreat. His perception of LaBarbera's vocal personality led him to imagine folk-like singing rather than operatic dimensionality, though without making any conscious reference to balladry. The title sketchbook reflected an effort to be modest in what was claimed about the piece. Reynolds quickly moved on in different directions, and Sketchbook was not recorded commercially. Years later, the soprano Liz Pierce undertook a deep exploration of the composition, completing her doctorate degree in 2018 with a dissertation titled Because There Is No Basis for Comparison, the self-accompanying singer and Roger Reynolds' sketchbook for the unbearable lightness of being. Pierce is additionally an active performer who often accompanies herself at the piano and also sings with the vocal quartet Quince Ensemble, who we will hear after this piece. In connection with her analysis of Sketchbook, she consulted with Reynolds and proposed recording her interpretation. Its inclusion on this collection marks the first time the work appears on a commercially available disc. Welcome to Phase 2 of today's Pushing the Envelope, here on 91.7 WHUS. The idea of... To think that it is recur, a terrifying prospect. To think that in the world of A life that disappears once and for all, that does not return, is then
Firstly, the absolute absence of a burden causes a man to be
What then shall we choose? of testing which decision is better because there is no basis for comparison. We live everything as it comes without warning. Like an actor going on cold. is not quite the word, because a sketch is an outline of something, the groundwork for a picture, <laughs> whereas the sketch that is but once might as well not have happened at all.
stock. That is what can not be guessed at or calculated. What must be.
herself for long stretches of time. She was occasionally upset at the sight of her mother's features in her face. She would stare all the more doggedly at her image in an attempt to wish them away and keep only what was hers alone. Each time she succeeded was a time of intoxication. human life. History is as light as individual human life. Thank you. 
someone had asked, someone had asked her, asked her what? If someone had asked her what had come over her, have been hard pressed to find words for it. Her drama was a drama not of heaviness. was not the burden, but Three years. Three years to the day after it started. It ended. The joy of love is too short, and the sorrow thereof, and what cometh thereof, dureth overlong. The, the joy of love is too short, and the sorrow
At night he was a different man. If she knew him as he was in the morning, at night she hardly recognized him. A pale man, a gray man, a man in a brown sweater, a man with kept his distance from her, who took offense, who was not reasonable. In the morning he was a rosy king, gleaming, smooth-cheeked, and smooth-chinned, fragrant with perfumed tank, coming out into the Now I'll tell you a story. The wood and the vine, the wood and the vine. That is also the truth. It the wood is and the vine, the wood and the vine. The wood and the vine, the wood and the vine, the wood and the vine. The wood and the
And so we wrap up another edition of Pushing the Envelope with a track called No One in the World from WFO, which is an edit of the remix of the original by Locust, who also happens to be WFO. So, very confusing. This is off a great compilation that came out in 93. My copy's really beat up. Out on Astral Works. Excursions in Ambience, the Second Orbit. Before that, we heard two things from the folks at Ambient Echoes, a collaborative partnership between the labels Ambientologist and Echoes Blue, driven by their shared passion for vocal-infused ambient music. And we heard two tracks off a great compilation called Anxiety Hope. We heard a track called Sla, which is Swedish for sleep, brought to us by Henrik Meyerkord and Sol Yip Osler. And before that, from Good Weather for an Airstrike, in tandem with 94 Skies, a track called Algonquin. Prior to that, some songs from a much longer song cycle from composer David Lang, sung by the Quince Ensemble, who brought us break number one, Dureth, A Different Man and the Wood and the Vine. A not too long description of what this is all about. Why is it that people still like the story of Tristan und Isolde, the greatest love story ever? But why? Of course there is excitement, drama, love, lust, shame, death, dragons. I think the real reason why is because of the love of Tristan und Isolde begins by accident. They drink a love potion. It is almost a laboratory experiment into what love might be like without any of the complications of how real love begins or works. Without the excitement, embarrassment, frustration, guilt, or competition present in the courtships of ordinary people. So writes David Lang on why he wove together Love Fail in 2012 into a tapestry of many versions of the 800-year-old story. His libretto, with some help from Google Translate, draws from sources such as Lydia Davis, Marie de France, Gottfried van Strasburg, Beru, Thomas of Britain, and Richard Wagner. I compiled the oddest incidents from these versions of their romance, took out all the names or technological information that would make the texts seem ancient, and put them next to stories by the contemporary author Lydia Davis. These stories are oddly similar to the Tristan stories. They are also about love, honor, and respect between two people, but they are much more recognizable to us. The result is 15 pieces for four female voices, featuring the Quince Ensemble, comprised of vocalists Amanda DeBoer Bartlett, Kaylee Butcher, Liz Pierce, and Carrie Henneman Shaw. And that is out on the Innova label from 2020. And we started things out with Liz Pierce on vocals and piano in tandem with computer musician Paul Hembry performing Roger Reynolds' sketchbook for the unbearable lightness of being off the latest release from Roger Reynolds out on the NUMA record label called For a Reason. 
Have a good week, my friends. We will see you next time. Until then, take care.